What is up, everybody? It is Hot Take Without the Hot Take here. Back for another episode of Junior Senior Two Views. Sunday, the 1st of October. And all, a new month. And, uh, sorry? A new month. Mm-hmm. And my birthday month. But all I can say right now, at this time, it's 9.45 p.m. Wow. What a grand final that is. And the only thing to say out of it is that the Penrith Panthers are an all-time historic football team. Truly, probably the best team we've seen in the modern era. Seriously, I said it 2nd of October 2022. I said it to myself. I said it to everybody after that grand that the um, repeat grand final was confirmed and they had repeated as champions over the Parramatta Eels. I said, this team could three-peat. It's deadly serious. I said it that night. And it's happened. Well, this one was a lot harder to get to. We know that for those of you in this part of the world watching the game or just finished watching the game, it was pretty much, you know, the first half was tight. It was 8-6 at the half to Penrith. And then Brisbane ran off five straight tries. It just like that, you turned around. The, the lead was 16. I thought the game was over. I, I started thinking, okay. I said, gonna... I said it. I said it. If any team could turn this around... It's the Panthers. I said it. You can quote me on that. Yep, and the Clive Churchill winner, undoubtedly, the halfback Nathan Cleary, took the team on his back and said, you know what? We're not over yet. And slowly, you know, methodically chipped their way down and fought back and pulled out the 26-24 victory. Penrith, the first three-time champs since the Parramatta Eels of 81, 82, 83. It is a gigantic feat. And I tip my, I tip, the, I tip in my the hat salary to them. cap era. Yeah, we're in the salary cap era. Yeah, I've done this in the salary cap era. Yeah, I tip my hat to them. I don't care for Penrith much, but to do that, to do, to come back the way they did, by all accounts, history was not on their side. And for Brisbane, I don't know. You can say you can say that, that Penrith came back and waved back in, but you know, Brisbane kind of tightened up a little bit. I think they were playing not to lose rather than playing to win. That's yeah, always that yeah, always happens. Yeah, yeah. They started playing tight. They started trying to get through their their sets without making a mistake, which is fine. But you know, it's a it's an exciting way to finish off the, the NRL season. And who knows? Maybe a four peat. That's never happened. So never. we don't know. I mean, no. Like, I think the one time it's happened was way, 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 way back, back, back with but, the with the uh, the Saint George Dragons. Right. But I mean, they could do it. I mean, who's to say? You're only as good as the last championship you win. So. By all accounts, they'd be the betting favorites for next season. They lose a couple of players, but you never know. They, they're going to lose Crichton, but who the hell needs him? You got Isaac Targo already up. Sunia Taruva is the Dalian Rookie of the Year, which just feels unfair. Yeah, and they've got more prospects coming through the system. This team is just an all-time great outfit that will replenish pieces on the fly. The culture that they've built, the prospects that they brought through, the the bond that those guys have shaped with that group and that core is just unbelievable yeah what a team what a moment and nathan cleary what a player yeah moving okay. on moving on now we're going to recap nfl week three uh we can start with the bengals on the other day uh, coming out with a victory, most people thought that wasn't a chance, but they were playing they with. Did pull it they, off. they were playing with fire. Sorry, in that it's game. Week, uh, we'll say week four. Sorry, apologies for that. 
uh, week week three we're now inside. Yes. So they, week three. They they were playing with fire um against against the Rams. They were playing with fire. They yeah. they almost lost it. Well, considering the fact that Joe Burrow was playing with one leg. So I think there was a lot of designs on that game for Joe Burrow to <coughs> sorry, to be short and sweet. Short passes. Jamar Chase had a big game. You know, they kept Joe Burrow standing. They obviously felt they needed to have this win. They couldn't have him come in or be a back, be sitting on the bench and needed him playing. So good for the Bengals. We'll quickly move through. Yeah, uh, the Chiefs pounded the Bears. That was expected. I mean, it totally destroyed them. I mean, when the when Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's ah, newly on. confirmed relationship is getting more ah, attention on. than the dumpster fire that is the Bears right now. That says everything you need to know well, about the Bears organization right now. Well, the Chiefs weren't going to be challenged in this game. We know that. The Chiefs could have to play the game the way they know how to play it. And Mahomes can just bing, 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 bing to everybody who needs everybody who's open. The Bears, Bears suck. They're, they're, the Bears they're suck. Horrible. Okay, enough said. The less said, the better about the Bears, right? Uh, the Seahawks, they expectedly beat the Panthers, so the Panthers remain winless, despite the fact that they tried in this game. Andy Dalton came in for Bryce Young, who's injured. And Andy Dalton tried his best, but 27 points wasn't enough, and the Seahawks uh, win that game. Patriots beat the Jets, no surprise there. Um, Zach Wilson sucks. Zach Wilson is awful. He's, yeah, he's, he's pretty awful. bad. Although, he's awful. although his coach keeps defending what he's doing. Why the hell, Salah? Uh, no, but you understand it now. Just I, bench I get the it. guy. I get it though. But who are you benching him for? Now, that's the question. For a couple things, I understand that people are upset that Salah's supporting his quarterback. But he's got nobody else to support. You know, so who recently you, they you, just you know who you could have had, Mike, goddamn White. Well, you can't, he got let go. So the other thing is Trevor Simeon, perennial backup, played with the Broncos, played with the Jets, played with the Saints. He's on the practice squad. I mean, when, it's getting, when it's getting to the point where Colin Kaepernick has sent a letter oh, to be Lord. put on the pa- practice yeah, well, that squad, was happen. that's how bad you know it's getting. That wasn't happen. Oh, so the um the next game to look at. The Commanders came crashing back to earth. Uh, Sam Howell had a putrid game. The Bills destroyed him 37-3. I didn't think it was going to be that much of a blowout, but it was certainly was. So, yep. uh, yeah, I think both Sam Howell and Eric Bieniemy got brought back to earth in that game. Uh, the Browns uh, beat the Titans. No, it's no, no surprise there. The uh, Titans also, are very good. Also, Browns social media, quit it with your um, Deshaun Watson hyping up. Like They were like, oh, what are they going to say now? Shut up. This is against stop, the Titans. Stop it. Okay. Stop next, it. Next thing to look at is <laughs> the Tecmo Bowl style score. The Miami Dolphins put on 70. It wasn't even fun after a while. It was a complete destruction of the team. Um, you this, know, is, this is I, – I love seeing Sean Payton get his just desserts. He's the most overrated head coach oh, in NFL you history. You always have somebody – you always got, no, I, he's he's not a bad overrated. He's, he he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, there's the, not many coaches right now in the NFL who've won yeah, a Super Bowl. Yeah, off okay. The, off the back, of, doesn't matter. Off the off back of violent who, defense, doesn't matter if it was Bounty, Bounty Gate. Gate. I know you're gonna say, "Is he?" That's why I intercepted you because I knew you're gonna say Bounty Gate. It doesn't matter. He won a Super Bowl with the New Orleans Saints. Yes, it's a different ball game now, and maybe, just maybe, maybe, but maybe he's look, left behind. It's not even Peyton or Russ's fault. Vance Joseph, why the hell did y'all bring him back? I don't did you get see that. what he did to y'all in 2018 and you t- decided to bring him back as a defensive coordinator? Why? This dude cannot coach. He's no. a bad defensive coach. 
coach. He's a bad NFL coordinator coach, period. Why the hell did you bring him back into your organization? Your defense has single-handedly gone from the best in the league to the worst. No, he's not very good. Why? He's awful. He might be the worst defensive coordinator in the league. Okay, moving on, please. Okay, uh... Jaguars, they got humbled by the Texans. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of starting slow off the gates a little bit. Yeah, little um, struggles. Look, there. Uh, bit of struggle. They were playing with house money last year. They need development out of uh, some of the pieces that they have, uh, especially on the defense. Trayvon Walker got nowhere close to the quarterback this game. Nowhere close. So they definitely need development a lot in a lot of places. Uh, Lawrence has good targets, but he just got pressured a whole lot in this game. And just had no no chance to do anything. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, the battle of the Ophers, uh, the Chargers victorious against the Vikings, despite the fact that Minnesota, oh, Minnesota was fighting their way back. The, it's the battle of it's the choke bowl. Well, no more because the Chargers at least got their their win. Brandon Saley, the fire's been taken down a little bit off. Yeah, the but he he decided to go for it on his own twenty. Yeah, yeah, that was what dumb. the hell? That's just what he do? does. Oh, this he's a gambling guy. man. Okay. He is, He's an addict okay. with analytics. All right, and the Lions uh, beat the Falcons. That's to be expected. I didn't think the Lions, I didn't think the Falcons had a chance. The Lions were a bit sluggish, but they pulled out that Des- victory. There, there might be some stuff surrounding Desmond Ritter. This guy, uh, he's not doing too well, and he's well. Not, he's, they benched Mariota for him, so you're stuck. And he's with not him. in the greatest system. You're stuck no, with Mariota's him. not even with the organization. I know, but anymore. they benched him for that. Yeah. Okay, surprise game, Colts. Hey, don't sleep on the Colts. They've won two games. Shane Steichen knows what he's doing. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. They beat them. Without Anthony Richardson. No, he's still out. But Gardner Minshew is a good backup. Just giving me a culpa to the Ravens right now. They are injured to hell and back. Ah, Come on. Look look at their injury list. That's a Pro Bowl team. Their injury list is a Pro Bowl team. Okay, the other surprise. Didn't see that coming. Cardinals beat the Cowboys and beat them. Well, How about them Cowboys? Beat them, they beat them, so they can. I guess everybody can stop talking about the Cowboys being undefeated. You looked over your opponents again, McCarthy. Oh, well. Yeah, idiot. That's this it. guy, he's not a good idiot. head coach another at coach, all. Another coach you don't like. No, okay. you, can, you have to agree with me on this one. He's not a good head coach. Okay, next. You have to. He's not good. Next. Uh, Steelers beat the Raiders. Ah, they had, look, it was that kind of sloppy game anyway. It really... The Raiders didn't scare anybody. And Why so, the hell yeah. did you think that Garoppolo was going to be the answer for this thing? Oh, well. Why? Okay. And the Eagles looked sharp. They looked strong against the Buccaneers. I'm sorry. They look that defense, that front that front line is scary. I, 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 did I not say it at the start of the year that this defensive line was going to be ridiculous? Yep. I mean, a lot of people were saying, oh, why the hell did NFL GM's Jalen Carter fall to the Eagles? Because of the issues well, yeah, issues, the draft time. The, the crash that killed his teammate. And I'm not getting to that. The, but the, the pro fact, day stuff. But he's a beast. Same with Jordan Davis. But it's the fact that he went to a team that almost won a Super Bowl and guys who could take care of him, look after him, keep him on a straight and narrow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, week four. We've had one game in week four so far. The Lions humbled the Packers in Lambeau. Not normally the situation where the Lions as a team could feel confident, but they won 34-20, and it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. Yeah. It was not even close. The, the the Packers just got a big reality check. They got a massive reality check, and the Lions are legit. They're legitimate. Might, the I think Lions so. might be legit. The only cause of concern I have for them is um, their secondary looks really good, 
But it's on hopes and prayers. You need, need Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to stay healthy. You need him to stay healthy. He's the leader of that secondary. Brian Branch is really good, and I think he can develop into a really good safety, if not a starting caliber safety, um, because he's already looking like that right now. Mm -hmm. Um, The rest of their defense is pretty motley. The rest of their defense is really good. Aiden Hutchinson is amazing. Okay. The offensive coordinator for the Lions. Ben Johnson. And the defensive coordinator is... I, I Aaron forgot. Glenn, I think Aaron Glenn or something like that. Somebody, Terry Glenn. Terry Glenn. Right. Both of them are going to have head coaching jobs next year. For sure. Because right now, when that happens, you look at both sides of the ball, you go, who are the coordinators for those for those teams? Who the, who's we, the coordinator? We want Guys, that. We want that. That's our flavor. So the Giants, I mean the Lions, a good victory for them. Yeah. Um, let's look at the rest of week four, shall we? Yes, we should. Um, <laughs> the Jaguars against the Falcons. What um, say you? I think the Jags get their act together. Mm. And in London, by the in way. In London. Overseas. At Wembley and beat Atlanta. Beat uh, Atlanta. Yes. Okay. I, I don't I don't like what Atlanta's doing right now. Okay. I don't. Their offense looks really bad. Target, just please target Kyle Pitts for goodness sake. Okay. Ty, Kyle Pitts is a really good tight end. Okay, target I'm him I and think, Drake uh, London. I'm good. I'm I'm with you. I think uh, the Jaguars bounce back. Now this is one of two London games back to back, so they just have to win this, sit back and wait for the next team. So that's well, the Jag. Out. The Jags were supposed to have back to back home games in London in 2020, but obviously COVID. COVID. Colts, I believe, are going to LA to play the Rams. What say you? Uh, Rams have looked kind of good, kind of. They don't have an offensive line. No. And Matt Stafford's uh, against, running for his against, life. Against DeForest Buckner. Mm-hmm. Give me the Colts on this Colts one. Colts on this one? I'll say the Colts too. Uh, Browns and Ravens. Grudge match. This, of course, is grudge all the way. Remember, historically, Cleveland left to go to Baltimore. And now the Cleveland second iteration. In a, a Mayflower. In a Mayflower. So, Lamar Jackson against Deshaun Watson. What? Who do you got for this one? I think the Ravens bounce back on this one. The Ravens are injured to hell and back. Um... I hate to say it, but give me the Browns. You got the Browns? All yeah. right, we'll see about that one. Okay. The Ophers. We got another Ofer. We got the Panthers going into Minnesota to play the Vikings. I think they're going to play the Vikings in Minnesota, I believe. I would. Or it's the other way around. I, I think it might be the other way around. I would go against the Vikings for this one. I would just because of the memes, but I'm not going to do it. I'm Give me the Panthers, but I think there's a high possibility that the Vikings lose. But Kirk Cousins is balling. He's and, balling. And but if they're smart, they trade him at the deadline. He's balling. I don't think they're going to trade him at the deadline. I just think they're going to ride the season with him and probably they're let him go. They're going nowhere. Yeah, they're well, not going no. anywhere. They need a long-term option at QB. I'm going to say, I'm gonna gonna be, say it's this. It's not going to be Cousins. I'm going to say the Vikings pull this one out. It's not going to yeah. be. It's going to be close, but they'll pull out their first It'll close be ugly. game. Okay. The Titans and the Bengals. I'm going to uh, say the Bengals for this one. I'm going to say the Bengals as well. The Titans look stuck in quicksand right now. Uh, Unless Derrick Henry gets 100 yards, no, they're no, not going to no, win. No, 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 they no. need him to run no, for the yards. No, 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 it's not happening. Give mm. me, give me the Bengals on this one. I think the Bengals are slowly starting to kick into gear again. Uh, I think if Joe Burrow's healthy, I think they take out this one. Okay, Saints and Buccaneers. Oh, this is a really... It's really, a battle for first a, place in really, the South. Oh, in the... It's a battle. Uh, 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 give me... This is a really I'm going to say the Bucks. Game. I think the Bucks will bounce back on this one. 
I think yeah, that I, yeah. I honestly think I, I think I think the Bucks bounce back, even though it's in New Orleans. I think the Saints bounce because right now the Saints are uncertain at quarterback. Remember, Derek Carr's out. He might not be. He might be out for this one. Yeah, I you got to deal with Jameis, who's feast or famine. Honestly, I have or a, Casey Hill. Honestly, I I it's not so much for me who's going to win this game. It's who's going to lose this game. Okay, because both teams just suck right now. All right, but you know. The Bucks have a really good defense. Yes. Give me, give me Tampa. Tampa, okay. This is the marquee matchup game. Okay. The Bills and the Dolphins. Now the Dolphins Ooh. put seventy on the Broncos. I don't think they're going to put seventy on the Broncos on the Bills. Not. This is a rematch of last year's divisional game. This yeah. was a rematch of this the game. This was without Tua. Without that Tua. Was without now Tua. you have Tua. Now and Tua, um, Tua is playing MVP level right now. Yep. Yeah. I'm. I think it's going to be a big game for the Bills. DeMar Hamlin's coming back to his first game since that ridiculous, scary moment last season. So there's going to be motions running high. I think the Bills are going to win this. It's going to be close, but I think the Bills win this. Miami's not scoring 70 points this time around. They're not going to score 70 points, but I think they'll score more than the Bills. Okay. I think they'll win it. Okay. Um, just because yeah. Tua is out, is playing unconscious football right now. Okay. You think he's the Dolphins proving, get this? He, yes. He's really? Pro- he is proving okay. every single doubter wrong this season. Okay. Really. All I right. Think this, I, I truly think that they take this one out in a huge statement win. All right. So two other teams who are in the Caleb Williams race, the Ophers. The O and O and three Bears and the O and three Broncos at Soldier Field, the Frozen Tundra. Let me guess: Is this going to be on Thursday Night Football? I don't know. No, it's not. It's going to be a Sunday game. Ooh! Oh, prime time! They put this team on prime. I don't know if it's prime. Pr- not that prime time. I don't think so. Oh my God! I'm going to say that the Broncos shock. Well, not shock. They'll get their win because they need it. Yeah. Because Sean Payton yes. needs a win. Yes. And I'm sure yes. I'm sure in practice this the week. Bears, the, he would have been cursing out the whole team. The Bears stink. Yep. They are awful. Okay. Give me the Broncos, even though they are just as bad right now. But I think um the the Bears suck. They stink and just it is awful right now. Give me the Broncos on this one. Okay. Now we have the Eagles hosting the Commanders. At three and zero, I think the Eagles win this one. Give me, the, be four and give me the Eagles. Uh, give me the Eagles. They're they're both defensive lines are full of mores, but you know the Eagles actually have something called a structured offense. So give me them. Yeah, I think Sam Howell's going to be in trouble. He's going to be running for his life. I think that the the Commanders' little fairy tale. This is going to be a great season. It's going to come crashing down. They'll be two and two by the end of this game. Yeah. Okay. The All right. Texans will. Well, they'll be traveling. I think they're traveling. Nope, they're hosting the Steelers. Uh, uh give me the Steelers. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it looks like a trap game, but I think the Steelers mm, probably get it done. I'm gonna say the Texans. Ooh. I'm gonna say the Texans go honestly, to a two. I, I like CJ Stroud. He's CJ, doing it right. CJ Stroud is really good. He's managing the team. He's not making mistakes. That defense is gonna get better because that Demico Ryan's is a defensive coach. Honestly, I wouldn't be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Kenny Pickett. He has moments, but he also has moments where it doesn't know what's going on. Honestly, so I think it'll be the Texans. I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans pull that off. I okay. really wouldn't. All right, battle a couple of teams hoping to not lose three games, and that's the Chargers and the Raiders Both at the- SoFi, my favorite stadium. It's gonna be. Who's the worst coach, Brandon Staley or Josh McDaniels? All right. Pick your poison. I'm going to say the Chargers even up this one. 
Yeah, they I'm, need a good win. They need a win against uh, the Raiders. I think the Raiders lose this one. I'm going to agree with you just because Justin Herbert is insanity. His he is insanity mm-hmm. this season, despite all the chaos and how bad the Chargers' defense is. Justin Herbert is that dude. Okay, uh, the 49ers against the Cardinals at Levi Stadium. I'm going to say this could be a danger game. I'm not going to say no to the Cardinals. I think the 49ers win. I just think it's going to be a lot closer than people it, expect. It will be a bit more closer because the Cardinals, they're playing for jobs. The one thing you don't, a lot of people don't understand about tanking teams, they're not always going to tank because the, these players are playing for jobs. Mm-hmm. Players and coaches are, are going out there to for jobs, for yep. job security. Okay. Um, that's what the Cardinals look like. But I think it'll be a much closer affair. But I think the 49ers are much, much, much better coached than the Cowboys. So give me the 49ers. Okay. So the Cowboys will be hosting the Patriots. They've played them twice already. I think it's odd. The schedule makers have really confused me because the Patriots just played the Cowboys start season. So I think the Cowboys bounce back. I think the Patriots stink. Their offense is no good. And I think Mac Jones is going to be running for his life in this game. I think... Belichick will try to keep it close, but they're going to have problems. As much as I'd love to embrace the memes and watch the Cowboys lose this week, uh, um, I think they take this one out because the, the Patriots' offense is just uninspired refuse. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Now, uh, the Jets, as Giants fans who we revel in their losses, uh, they're taking on the Chiefs at MetLife Stadium. Only idea is where Taylor Swift's going to be sitting in the corporate boxes looking at her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. Uh, for the Jets, the idea is can Zach Wilson not throw an interception or two or three? And uh, what will Robert Sala say at the end of the game when the Jets lose this one? They lose this one. You want to know the type of training Chris Jones is doing this week? He's got a dartboard with Zach Wilson's face on it, and he's throwing darts right at it. Give me the Chiefs on this one. The The offensive line for the Jets is banged That's up. really bad. And it's awful. If Look, if they have Mekhi Becton, it'd be objectively better but that dude that dude has an awful awful luck um awful luck with his health and he just seems to be the real life incarnation of glass bones greg from spongebob okay so give me the chiefs on this one all right now the giants i would hope to be able to say they can even up at metlife stadium against the seahawks it's going to be an interesting game i'm gonna i'm gonna give the giants a chance here Wow. You're not saying you're really you're shaking mm, your head saying no, mm, 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 and you're a giant fan. You're not. Well, who are I'm you? Sorry, I'm sorry. No, no. The Seahawks are really well coached. They're a really good team. Uh, unless something special happens out of the Giants, I really don't see this one going well for them. I think it'll be somewhat close. I think the defense maybe gives the offense a chance, but yeah, give me the give me Seattle on this one. Okay, they're a really good team. All right, switching gears to basketball. My mm-hmm. question to you will be. No, no, the point is Dame Lillard. The bigs move the biggest move of the entire NBA season finally happened after months of speculation. Dame Lillard, Lillard is moving on to a team with a with an M in its name, but not Miami. What are your thoughts? They moved to Milwaukee. Um, He's going. Let me, let me just start this off by telling you both Lillard's averages from last year and Giannis's averages from last year. For Giannis, he averaged thirty one point one points per game. 11.8 rebounds a game, 5.7 assists per game on a 60.5% true shooting percentage. For Lillard, 32.2 points per game, 4.8 rebounds per game, 7.3 assists per game on a 
0.5% true shooting percentage with career best efficiency. This might be one of the best trades I've ever seen for all parties involved. Let's talk about um, the Blazers first because this was a bigger as a bigger trade. Let's talk about the Blazers first. This was an increasingly untenable relationship. They were demanding the moon for him, and rightly so. And I think they got back the best return they could have gotten. Maybe I would have asked for a 2027 unprotected first rounder, but that's that's a nitpick. Um, they got a 2029 unprotected first plus pick swaps in 2028 and 2030, and they got Drew Holiday. And as part of the three team trade, three team deal, they got back DeAndre Ayton as well. I think they'll flip Drew Holiday to a contender for a much uh, a better return, and maybe they end up keeping Ayton because he's free of. His personal hell. Um, for the Suns, they get some just absolutely needed bench help in guys like Keon Johnson and uh, Yusuf Nurkic. Yep. Um, absolutely needed bench help. They needed it. Um, but for Milwaukee, this might be the trade that turns the tide. Giannis was throwing out jabs all offseason saying, let's do something. Okay. I don't. He said to his organization, if you guys are not serious about winning, I'm gone in two years. Okay, so thanks for that. Um, I'll make a couple points here. One thing is that Damian Lillard played maybe 58 games last season, so he missed he missed 20-odd games. The last couple seasons, his health has not been great. The season before, he was out for the whole season. Okay, So I hope, out of this, you hope that he's healthy and ready to go. Um, the good thing out of that, I agree. Aiden gets to go to a new... He gets to be a veteran. If he stays at Denver, I mean, Portland... He's a veteran amongst young guys, more or less. He's got I the, think he'll stay there. Because he's got the finals experience. And he's going to get touches, which he was not going to get with the addition of Bradley Beal on the Suns. We know that, okay? Uh, the other thing is, Milwaukee's strategic. They're saying to Giannis, we got it now. So when we go a couple years down the track, and it's time for you to make a decision about staying, which we think you should, by then you'll have hopefully won a championship, because yeah. this and, and and this is not taking anything away from last year's team. They were number one. They were number one. Yeah, but they imploded. No, it doesn't matter. They they were number one. Giannis was injured. Giannis didn't shoot well in the game five. And Coach Bud was sent packing. So amongst all that stuff, now management can say to Giannis, "We did this because they're not planning for now. They're planning for the future." That's this was a strategic move. So I'm, I'm I think it's great all around, and thank God for Phoenix showing up as a third party because I don't think anything was going to happen with Miami, whatever it was. So Drew Holiday will find he's going to land on his feet no matter what happens, no matter where he goes. Yeah, uh, that, that's it. But I think Drew getting traded, I think it was a significant upgrade from Milwaukee purely because Drew did not show up offensively in the playoffs. He no, didn't. No. He was awful down the stretch. No. Uh, he's an elite defender, an elite on-ball perimeter defender, probably one of the best defenders in the league, probably the best. But offensive speaking, no. He's cost them in way too many games. Even in 2021, he was costing them. Um, he's uh, He's gone the other way, and I think it's a good trade all around. I think Milwaukee's front office is elite for doing right, this. Right, but that's, that's you've traded off. You've lost defense. You've lost... Defense from Drew Holiday, you got offense Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard's not a great defender. That's always been his knock. Well, you've That's got, always been a knock. Well, you've only got Giannis, right. you know. You've only okay. got Brooke Lopez, All right. you know. All right, let's go. Moving on. Uh, your question to me. All right. Let's move on to that. 
Why is Gilbert Arenas giving Hakeem Olajuwon so much grief? So, it's been reported that Gilbert Arenas is going off because Olajuwon's a 90s throwback and he does these training sessions with these players and he charges, I don't know, supposedly $50,000 for his services. And I'm not sure. I think Gilbert Arenas is obviously, he's got a podcast, I think, and he's just running out of content and is deciding to pick on Hakeem Olajuwon, um, who's... Like, one of the 75 best players, uh, two times NBA Finals MVP, most valuable player in 1984, 12 times All-Star. I don't know why he's picking, because I don't think Gilbert Arenas' resume is even close to what Elijah Wan's resume is. And I think it's like, so what if he's charging guys? These guys have money. Like, they're not poor. Even, even Get over yourself. Even the end of the bencher guys have serious money. Right, serious. JaVale McGee is a career journeyman. Let's not get... He's the one who's trained with him. Dwight Howard's trained... LeBron, these guys have money to give. Giannis just did now. So why not, for his services, have that that experience? He's won two finals. You're learning from a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I don't don't understand. I don't understand what the issue is. But I think Ralph Sampson clapped back. Ralph Sampson fired back at Gilbert Arenas and said, Gilbert, I respect his game... To whatever degree. But when you try to compare that to the dream, he said, Akeem Olajuwon back in the day, the skill set and footwork that Akeem had needs to, needs to go back and look some film because I don't think he really knows what the hell he's talking about. And this is a guy who uh, played with Hakeem for a long time. Uh, went a couple to a fin- years. They went to a finals together. They did in the early 80s. Yeah. And then Samson's, Samson's it, health just, got caught up with yeah. him. So get over yourself, Gilbert. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a slow news day for Gilbert Arena's yeah. podcast. Okay, next question. With so much pro- promise, what's next for the Padres? There's nothing because they've been eliminated. What a disappointment. What a disgrace. I think What a disgrace. I think your main architect needs to go. Really? It's time. AJ Prello, this was a long time coming. He needs to go. It's I don't a, think it's his it's fault. A, it's, it, not his fault? What? Think about the money he spent on to get guys here. Xander Bogarts has been a disappointment. Yep. Who else? Who else has been a disappointment? Soto has been a disappointment. Like, Machado's, been, Machado's on his way out anyway. All, all this dude has done is built a cult of personality around him in the organization for big, risky swings. Remember 2015? Remember that dream team he assembled with Matt Kemp, Justin Upton, Big Game James, Craig Kimbrell? And they sucked. So he's done the exact same thing, and they've still sucked. What happened to their prospect pool? He drained it all. So I think it's time for him to go. It's time for a new philosophy because this Padres team is not working the way it should. Well, they're on. Look, at this point, they're, they're with Soto. I mean, look, Soto could be traded. They still have him for a couple. They still have him, I believe, for two more seasons or one yeah, but, more season. Yeah, but they. If Machado's they, on his way out. They're not going to. He's not. He's a free agent. If they, if they let Soto walk after. The amount they gave up for him, that might go down as one of the worst trades. Regardless of how Soto performs in the future, they gave up a ridiculous haul of prospects oh, well, I'm just to su- the Washington Nationals to okay, get him. I'm just surprised that they didn't make any moves at the, at the deadline. I'm surprised they didn't dump salary to get to build something back up, but they went ahead with what they had, and clearly now, and Tatis, you know, he's been a disappointment on his own by screwing up. So I don't necessarily think it's all the GM's fault. The GM brings in pieces thinking these guys are going to do something, and they just don't. 
He yeah, had, but, we had Blake Snell as part of a pretty strong rotation. Yeah, but he's a Cy Young award. Yeah, but, he's gonna be walking. Yeah, but Preller is a Preller mi- micromanaged. He micromanaged. Oh. He didn't let things happen naturally. As a GM, you you have to let things happen naturally. But when it's time to go all in, you pick your right times. The only the reason he is the new age uh, Ruben Amaro Jr. All right. Remember Ruben Amaro Jr. No, for the Phillies. No, How, he he was the guy that constructed their 2008 um, and uh, excellent early 2010 teams. And there's a reason why he was nicknamed Ruin Tomorrow Jr. Okay. Because he d- drained their prospect pool and failed to time them correctly into a rebuild. Okay, we're coming to the end of the show. Some happy birthdays, belated happy belated birthday, Hubie Brown, who turns 90 years old. Hubie Brown, of course, a great color analysis with color color analyst with TNT. Also, a fantastic head coach in his oh, yeah. day. Coach the Knicks, coach the Grizzlies late in his career. Um, coach the Kentucky Colonels back in the old ABA days. Happy birthday to him. Happy happy belated birthday to Serena Williams. Turns 42, of course. Winner of 23 Grand Slams. Didn't get the 24th. One of, but, well, yeah. Easily, in my opinion, the greatest tennis player of all time. Yep. Um, regardless of gender. And I know that's going that might ruffle some feathers. But seriously, the way she's been dominant consistently throughout her career is is matched by few. All right. Seriously. Congratulations, Ronald Cunha, at a 4070 club. That's never happened. And pretty look, good. There's been a bit of discussion around, uh, you know, the rule changes, the bigger bases. Well, come uh, on. You, you know, still got to run for the ball. The, the bigger bases, the um, the uh, the three pickoffs max. Uh, come on. But you still have to you run. You still have to run. You still have to run to the base. he has speed for days. Right. A 4070 season is historic. He's a historic player. Yes. He'll go down in history. And I think the Braves have a legit shot at getting another ring on their finger with him on the field this Okay. Time. Happy trails to Terry Francona, affectionately known as Tito, who finished off his time with the Guardians. Look, health issues have stopped him on the performing the job for the last couple seasons, and he thought it was time to step down. And it's, it's really sad to see because Terry Francona is probably one of my favorite managers Just ever. well-liked. He's one of my favorite managers ever because he just... He consistently made good decisions yeah. in big moments. The only one that you could maybe, maybe knock him for was 2016. He he took out um, he took out Coco Crisp in Game Seven of the World Series to put um, uh, uh, Ramirez, the defender, out there, and left Ramirez in the game. Um, and um, they had no one else on their bench. That was the last guy they had, and it was a defensive. Um, minded play. And that was the last and time that, that there was were the, the Indians. La- yes, that that was the last. And if you remember that last at bat with um, yeah. um, Montgomery, yes, that was the hitter that grounded out. Yeah. Okay. And um, uh, congratulations to the Orioles who won the AL East. Wow, a twelve game swing from last season. They won eighty. No, eleven game swing. They won eighty nine games last season. Won a hundred this season. What a team! I'm really rooting for the Orioles because. For a couple of reasons. Because this team is so goddamn likable. There are so many likable players on this team. First of all, Adley Rutschman is their catcher for the next decade plus. Uh, Gunnar Henderson is fantastic. Um, you got guys like John Means still on this team. Uh, you got... Uh, who else? Cedric Mullins is yeah, fantastic. You got everybody. You've up. got some ridiculous players... And they've still got more coming in their well, farm system. Just, You've yeah. still got Jordan Westbrook coming. Yes, yes. You've still got the top prospect Jackson Holiday coming. Yes, yeah. It just lets you understand it takes time. Mm-hmm. Right? It does. You have to be patient. 
So they've been patient for they've stunk for a long time. You know, they're still on the hook for Chris da- Chris Davis's contract. Oh, that's sure. that's so, that's going to be Bobby Bonilla day. Yeah, 2. pretty 0. much two point right. But you know, I think I'm kind of worried because this might be one of their bigger, better uh, shots in a while. Yeah, we'll and see. I don't. I don't trust the Angelos family to spend yeah, on know, this I core. All I right. don't. Lastly, a passage for Brooks Robinson, the all-time's great, all-time great third baseman for the Orioles passed away recently. The Orioles have commemorated his his memory by wearing five patches on their sleeves. And this is, seems to repre- like... To represent the, the five gold gloves. Yes, but also, no, he won more than that. He won oh, 16 six, gold gloves. 16. Five is his number. Oh, That's what they're okay. wearing. And let's put this in context. It seems like the, the planets are aligning. Because it's 30 years since, it's 40 years, sorry, since the Orioles' last World Series title. So maybe, we'll see. All right, that's the end of our show. Is he the best defensive third baseman ever? Ever. Let's go. All right. If you come from any other platform, welcome. Welcome. We do this thing once a week. I st- I'm still, I've still got jitters about that grand final, man. What a team, Penrith. Watch it. Congratulations. If you ever, if you ever get a chance, watch it. Watch some rugby league. It's a fantastic sport. Next week, we'll have... Week four. Week four for the rest of the NFL. Week, week four in memoriam. We'll finish uh, up. The, we'll start the playoffs soon because the baseball season's wrapping up oh, next week. Oh, playoffs. We'll start the playoffs. Playoffs. That's... And we'll start to get simmered into the basketball, which is slowly coming around, and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.